This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found modern mammals and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Twenty-four days, still sober, feeling great. How's everybody doing? My name is Shane. Welcome to Lead Singer Syndrome, a podcast where I talk to other lead singers about what it's like to be the front man of a band. And today we have a great show, maybe the best show yet, dare I say it. Adam Lazara, 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 from Taking Back Sunday. He is here. Uh, so great to talk to him. Uh, just, I have so much respect for Taking Back Sunday and everything they've done for, you know, what has it been, 15 years, uh, everything they've done, and of course, I'm a big fan of the band myself, uh, so it was terrific to, uh, to, to talk to him over Skype, and really, this is one when I started the podcast, this was a name I really, really wanted to get, and uh, uh, it was cool, you know, it was really easy, I just had, you know, my people talk to his people and boom, we set up the call. So it's fantastic. Uh, he's got so much going on with, with family life. And I know he had a little bit of a solo project. So I asked him about that. Uh, and of course, taking back Sunday that I guess they're gearing up for a new record right now. So great conversation with him and huge news for me. I have finally launched my solo project. It's called River Oaks. The EP is out now. It's a seven inch uh, vinyl, or there's of course the digital EP, which is available on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and Apple Music and all that shit. And if you want to order the seven inch, it's available from riserecords.com if you live in uh, the US or anywhere else in the world. And if you live in Canada, we have a special color available from newdamagerecords.com. So check out my new stuff. There's a video on YouTube for Let You Down. Uh, which is my new track. I was this close to playing it right now, but I think that's going a little too far. So I'm just going to make sure that you guys go check it out on YouTube. It's called Let You Down, and, and my solo project is called River Oaks. I'm sure over the coming weeks, I'll have more and more news, so I'll fill you in on that. But man, I just launched it on Friday, and 
it's a scary thing, you know, putting yourself out there. There's, there's no one else to blame. It's my thing. It's my songs. So if people think it sucks or it's no good, it's all on me. So it was a very scary thing, but the feedback has been so positive and so overwhelmingly, tremendously great. Uh, thank you. Thank you for everybody that's checked it out so far. And if you haven't get on that riveroaksmusic.com, check out the first single called let you down. If you like it, all I'm asking you for is $2.99. That gets you the whole three-song EP, and it would really, really help me out. Other things I want to plug, of course, hit me up, uh, syndrome at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought of this episode. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, I love hearing that, of course. Uh, we got the hate line if you're not so happy, 657-666-HATE. I know I said I was going to roll some episodes, but I want to do it right, so I'm going to try for next week. It might not happen, but the hate line is open, so give it a call. And also, Silverstein, we're going on tour. Just because I'm starting the solo project does not mean Silverstein is slowing down. That is 100% not happening. Silverstein is as strong and as busy as ever. So please go to silverstein.soundrink.com. We're going on tour very soon across Canada and in the U.S. It starts at the end of February. We got VIP packages and tickets available for that. And as a bonus tonight on Access TV, I think it's on cable, but the website is axs.tv. And we're actually premiering a documentary of the 10-year anniversary of Discovering the Waterfront, which we shot last year while we were on tour. And it came out awesome. Uh, our friend Wyatt that was out with us on tour, you may have met him. He did a great job. So please check that out as well. All right. Thanks for listening to all my plugs. We'll get to the good stuff. Here it is. My conversation with Adam Lazara of Taking Back Sunday. Hey man. Sorry, I was a few minutes late. Like I was just sitting, like, like I opened up the app and I was like, like, oh god, none of, <laughs> none of this looks familiar. It, I know um, that kind of shit happens to me all the time. I literally had to install Logic again, and it like, you know, when the like little thing is downloading, you're like, damn it, five minutes left, but my interview's in two minutes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> come on, there, there's dude, like that happens. Things are just getting updated so quickly now. Like even like with my computer, I haven't like I like I don't have the newest operating system because I can't run my Pro Tools on the newer one unless I upgrade the Pro Tools, which is like then you got to sign up for the subscription service. And I'm just like, come on. I know it's exactly the same with me. Every like two years when we go to make another record or whatever, and I'm like, oh my shit's all old and nothing works, and you know, but but uh, yeah, let's jump in, man. Um, it's great to have you. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time. You know, it's interesting because there's uh, times kind of in like those limbo times, you know, like when you're traveling and stuff and like I won't have much to do. Yeah. So I'll be like checking like the Twitter feeds and stuff. And I've actually noticed that like a couple different people have had tagged us together and then said, oh, you should have this guy on there. And yeah. then so when, so when uh, Jillian asked, I would, I would, I was, I was, I thought, yeah, that sounds great. So that's awesome. Glad, yeah, I'm no, man, I'm, I'm, 
I like this. Um, the show's been going really well so far. I've only done, like, I think I just put up episode number nine today, so it's still pretty uh-huh. new. I'm still sort of finding my sea legs a little bit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it is, like, it is different for me from my perspective just because I've done it, like, you know, for so long, like you have. So it's, like, sometimes I have conversations with people and it's, like, man, like, if only there was a fly, like, if someone could be a fly on the wall to hear this, it would be so interesting. So that's kind of why I started it up and... It's great to have you on the show, man. Like this is uh, this is awesome. Yeah, man. So um, I, I guess how was your Christmas? Great, great. There, there was. Uh, it was a little bit hectic just because we um, we do these uh, uh, shows in New Jersey. These two shows right around the holidays. You know, we're trying to make it like a annual thing. And this yeah. was the second year. Last year we did it right after Christmas, which was got a little difficult with the with the travel and all that and then so this year we did it right before christmas but then so we did that and then um like the whole family went up like my wife has a uh like she does like a vintage kind of clothing store on online so so she came up and set that there so we had the kids and then we and then we stayed an extra day to go take them around the city and then like we got home or home for a day and then like we drove out like out to my dad's and then we went to my mom's and then we're home for like two or like two or three days. And then there was just people coming and going from in and out of town. So I feel like now the dust is finally settling, <laughs> but, uh, but all that to say it was, uh, it was real fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You guys were doing some, I, I saw that online. You were just setting up some kind of like garage sale slash show like to sell. Was that like at Starland ballroom? Is that what I'm, what you're yeah. About? Yeah. Like basically how, like how we've done it so far and like how we'll continue to do it like because like i feel like the first year we were like all right let's see how this goes and then so we kind of knew how to set things up a little better this year but it's pretty much like uh like we play that friday night and then on saturday um starland ballroom has been really awesome like they let us open during the day and we try to get uh just like a whole lot of local vendors you know and stuff so it's kind of like a pop-up market yeah and then um and then we like play acoustic during the day and then and then they magically they clear they clear everything out like like um and then and then they open doors for the show the second night. Super so. cool. Super cool. Yeah, we did our first kind of Christmas <clears throat> show uh here in Toronto too. Uh, oh, nice. we had like we, we we it's called Stay Warm Festival. So it's yeah, it's something we hope to do like every year and and we did it too like before. We did it on like the twentieth, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, so like right before. Yeah, right right before. And that's the idea <coughs> because you know, like a lot of people are just kind of getting home for Christmas, so it's kinda nice to have that, you know, see everybody and friends and family, you know, on the holidays. Yeah. So uh so it's good, yeah. But I guess you have you have two kids now, two boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keaton so, and Asa. So Christmas is like the sun, the moon, and the stars to them, isn't it? Oh yeah, man. Well, it's like funny. Like last year, um, or no, maybe the year, maybe two years ago. Now Keaton was uh, he, um, like on Christmas morning, he had like slept in, like, and we were shocked. You know, we didn't, we thought he'd be up like right away, but he woke up at so. And by sleeping in, I mean he woke up around like eight thirty, and then. Um, was and then but he just woke up crying and it was christmas morning and 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 so i so i went up there you know i'm trying to talk with him and figure out what's wrong and finally he's he's just like tears and and he's like i slept through christmas and he was like freaking out <laughs> so just the cutest thing you know like it was like like heartbreaking but really cute so um at 8 30 so like, 8 30 is uh sleeping through christmas yeah That's right amazing. well I, 
Well, of, yeah, yeah, and then of course I wanted to be 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 like, no, you didn't miss it, man. It's it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like it's like a it's a pretty big deal. And then like, so this is the first year where Asa kind of got it too, because he because he just turned two not too long ago. Yeah. So he's still like it's still like like I don't think he's grasped the whole thing yet. But Keaton's a really good older brother, so he kind of tries to explain stuff to him. So what's their it's age a, difference? Seven and two, so five years. Oh, apart. oh, cool, cool. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of a nice age difference, I think. Like my sister is uh, six years older than me, so there's always uh-huh. this like gap where, you know, I thought she was really really cool, but we could still hang out without having like the same friends and stuff. So it was always a good thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, like two, and they get like, well, I mean, things change throughout the years, I'm sure. But right now, like, they're just really like. They're really good with one another, you know. Yeah. And like, like Asa really looks up to Keaton, and Keaton like is is real gentle with him. So it's just real nice. That's great, man. So do you have any New Year's <clears throat> resolutions? Man, there. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's funny for for uh, me. I just kind of have the same one every year, and that's just like do better, like try to be yeah. better, you know, like with everything, you know, be it like from personal stuff, stuff with the band, like all that. So that's kind of what I try to try to focus on i mean and have it last throughout the year you know Uh, i guess so i mean shit i i I went this year i went real hard i um i decided i was going to not drink for the whole month of january oh yeah and yeah i guess that's a thing in the uk i didn't really know when i did it they call it like dry january and i think like millions of people do it or something so i went i'm I'm going for it and i'm on what is it day 11 right now yeah nice yeah i'm feeling pretty good it was uh the first like three days were pretty rough uh, there, well, like too, it's, especially you're like around New Year's. That's kind of like prime. Well, New you, Year's. You know, well, like New Year's. I, New, oh, New Year's. I, I got New Year's got wild, dude. New Year's oh, was nice. that's that was part of the the reason. Oh, is so I woke like up on last, January first like, and was like, you know what? Let's see if I can go a month. And I've gone eleven days, which is probably the longest I've gone without drinking in poof, at least like probably eight or nine years. Well, like it's too. So, I mean, our our lifestyle kind of lends itself towards that. Oh yeah, I know. Well, shit, man. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm in my apartment right now, and like my girlfriend's at work, and like there's there's days when I'm just like hanging out. I don't know, and I'm like I don't know. I'll have like a glass of wine, whatever, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah like I'm a grown up. I can do things I, like that exactly, if I want to. right? <laughs> but but now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna dial it back and see how I feel, and like I feel fucking great. So nice. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to have like that, like those times of clarity. Like, cause it's too, cause after, yeah, I mean, I would, like, I would imagine for you, you know, like after you get like past the three days, it, it, it it's like, why did I even do that in the first place? This is great. I'm waking up on time. Like, I feel yeah, good. Yeah, dude, feel good in the mornings. But it was my, my uh, buddy's 30th birthday this weekend. And that was like. Oh, that was tough. It, it was tough, but then it was good because I was like, at the end of the night, I was like, man, I feel good. I'm driving home. I fucking mm. like, I remember like the conversations I had. You know, yeah. it's like, this is yeah, amazing. That <laughs> so yeah, dude. Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, so this is your first time on the show. Um, I guess we should kind of start on the early days if you don't mind talking about it. Cause sure. you know, I know like the band is from New York, you're from mm-hmm. North Carolina Yeah, and wasn't it as simple as like somebody calling you and be like, Hey, do you want to move to New York to join the band as a bass player? Is that how it started? Uh, kind of like, well, like what had happened was I was living in Greensboro um, and, uh, like, uh, like, you know, there's that club there that, uh, 
Well, it used to be Ace's basement. Oh and yeah, now I remember Ace's basement. Yeah, they now used to take like the Green video Street. of of you when you were playing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe ran that place. We, he was like a, two years ahead of me in high school. But like oh, we cool. grew up like going to shows together and stuff. Um, but anyways, uh, it, uh, so I was living there, and I and I went to this show in Winston, and uh, Sons of Abraham was supposed to be playing. You remember that band? Of course I do, dude. I have their. I might have their record around here, actually. I love that band. Yeah. So, well, okay. So, like, I'm going to see them. And um, when I get there, um, uh, this guy, Phil Hanready's there. And Phil played in a band called Aerotype 11. And and I knew him, I mean, you know, from going to shows and, like, hanging out and, like, think, like things like that. And then... Um, so once I got there, I asked him what he what he was doing there. I was like, "Oh man, I didn't know you guys were playing." He's like, "Oh no, we're not. I'm just filling in for my buddy Ed's band," and it was taking back Sunday, like the first incarnation of it. And right. uh, and then so we ended up uh, actually Sons of Abraham ended up canceling, uh, so they didn't play. But I stayed and watched them, and I hung out with uh, with Phil, and that's the first time I met Eddie. And we went out to eat afterwards, as as you do. And then, uh, <laughs> yes, and, you do. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Like I feel like then we'd go to these shows, and like kind of like on the way home was this one Waffle House we would always go to. But um, nice. And then, uh, <clears throat> so we went there with everybody, and I got to talking with Eddie out. And I was in this other band, like this North Carolina uh, band, which ironically enough was called Transit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, so the first tour we did with those transit guys, I'm like, I think you guys owe me some money or something. This is like, <laughs> stole my name. But, um, yeah, we got to talking and then I was like, well, Hey, like I can play bass. Could I try out for your band? And Eddie said, yeah. So then like a couple weeks later, you know, uh, my friend Chris and I drove up there and, uh, I had a friend that had just, um, she had just moved to Brooklyn. So we stayed with her. And then, like, I would take the, I took the train um, out to Long Island and tried out. And then, you know, he called me back like a week later and, and was like, was like, hey, if you want to do it, come like, come on up. Like, we have this show like in a month or something. And then, so I went back up, and then I just never came home. And that's, wow. Yeah. So, but this band Transit was that like your first kind of like local band you were in in North Carolina, um, or were you in some other ones too? I was in some other ones too. None of them were good, but we had a really fun time playing. <laughs> but were you playing? Were you singing in that band, or were you playing bass? Uh, I was singing and playing guitar in okay. that band, and then the the band before that, I was singing and playing bass, and then the band before that, I was just singing. So, um, so then when uh, and then when I joined Taking Back Sunday, you know, I was just the bass player, and then. Um, like our, uh, the singer at the time, like he, like, yeah, he quit or th- it's like weird. Cause the story is, and I don't remember exactly how it happened. Cause for me, what sticks out in my mind is that right when we needed a singer, Eddie just looked at me and, 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 and said, okay, well you and John are going to sing now. And we were like, okay. And then we got a <laughs> bass player. How so, crazy is that? Yeah. yeah. So then that's kind of, and then like I drove around, like Eddie had this Ford Windstar like a soccer mom van. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so I'd got in the car and I was driving around, like, st- like singing along to the songs to just to make sure I could do it. Um, or of what we had recorded. And then that's, and then that's when, uh, Mark suggested we have, uh, Sean play bass. So then Sean came in and played bass. And then we started, just started writing from there. So do these recordings of like the old 
Taking Back Sunday Singer, and then you like replace like does, does do those demos exist anywhere? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, um, Eddie actually found some of them, like a like a box of, you know, because we just made them ourselves. Uh, yeah, like yeah. um, and like he knew another guy on Long Island that would like print CDs, and like he'd known him for a long time, so he hooked it up, and then we'd be at Kinko's like doing the oh yeah inserts, but um, and uh, so yeah, they exist. I don't know. Like there's some uh, somebody actually brought one to some signing we we did and I, I was just like I can't believe this person has this because I was like I was like 18 turning 19 sure. and then like there's one song on it to where like I uh, am doing the backups and it pretty much just sounds like I'm doing like my best Chris Conley impression like from, from <laughs> Saves the Day yeah yeah and and uh, so things kind of uh, progressed from there were any of the songs the same like did you end up redoing any of the songs with the old singer because that would be really interesting to hear no we we like kind of like with those songs like well like the first song we put together with when i was singing and sean was playing bass was that great romances of the 20th century song yeah and then like that one felt like real different than the other songs we have been writing so basically we only played those older songs like at just these random shows we had you know so we could still play because and and then through that process, we were still writing newer ones, so we were kind of weeding out sure. the ones yeah. with the older singer, and then so we could just play like the ones that we wrote with that kind of lineup, you know? Yeah, it's <clears throat> crazy. Well, being yeah, being like as a bass player and then coming into the band and, and becoming the singer, did you feel like did you feel like a lead singer? Did you feel like the right place, or were you no. was it kind of a part? Um, no, I mean, I didn't, like the like like the first couple of shows, I just faced Mark the whole time, like stood <laughs> yeah, in right. front of the kick drum and faced yeah. him, because it was, because there's nothing to hide behind anymore, you know? Sure, exactly. Um, and then just kind of like, I mean, you know, I'm sure it was the same thing with you, you know, like you get more comfortable over time, you know, like, uh, like it's just one of those things, like you gotta uh, crawl before you can walk, you know, I guess. Well, for me, I was a I was a, in a punk rock band and I played guitar and sang. Mm-hmm. So there was always that, yeah, thing to hide behind. But what, what was always funny was when I started just this, you know, with Silverstein and I started just singing, I would always like, we'd get to a part in the song and I'd be like, oh, the bridge is coming. Like, what do I have to do? And then I'd realize I didn't have to do anything except sing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, the part I'd be like, oh, what part's coming next? But then I was like, it doesn't matter because I don't have to be there. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, have to play yeah, like the like, root yeah, note like, of the bass or the guitar or <laughs> like I can just oh it's the bridge okay now I can just sing the words yeah and that yeah, part was like, like you don't have to worry about like finding the finding the chord you just have to find the one note and right. sing it <laughs> and then and then I was like at first I was like man this is like really easy you know I don't have to worry about anything and uh, I guess it wasn't until I felt that way for a long time like that that I had the easiest job. And then one day I remember I was talking to um, to Anthony from Bayside, mm-hmm. and I think I was like bummed out or something, and we were on tour, and, uh, and he's like, you know you have the hardest job, right? And I kind of laughed it off, like, I don't have the heart, what? Yeah, yeah, I don't it, have it's any like gear, all I'm doing I don't is have, singing. yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then I thought, I mean, I've thought about it a lot since, and I was like, I guess he's kind of right, you know, in, in like everything else that you do is is important but at that time i never like thought about that stuff you know yeah yeah well like too it like sounds like you're coming from more of like a more of like the technical side of like of like okay i'm in a room with my friends and then i don't want to mess this part up so what do i have to do next yeah and then yeah, but, i guess so and then but then when you take that in front of people you know i mean it 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 becomes this 
this other thing. I mean, it's everyone's, I think, job while playing live to be engaging, but it's kind of like, it's like, like a lot of that is, um, they're looking like people are looking for you to provide, you know? Of course. Well, that's interesting though, because I mean, people know you as like a very, uh, like dynamic over the top, like crazy lead singer, you know, that's how you're known as, and have, have been known as that for a long time. But, you know, you talk about, Oh, I used to, you know, turn my back to the crowd and stuff. And now like, you know, you've got like things that are your own, like the mic swinging thing. Like that's your thing. Yeah. You know, and, like where did, where did that come from? The, well, like I didn't. Cause you must've ripped that off from somebody and now everyone's well, ripped it off from you. Well, like one of my favorite, well, like one of the best live bands was at the drive-in, you know, like, oh, and, yeah. and, and I had seen them so, so many times. Like we drove up, like when I was like 16 or 17, I, I remember some friends and I, we drove up to New Jersey cause they were playing like two Jersey shows and one New York show. So we drove up to watch that and then like things like that. And then going to different festivals, you know, when we were younger. Um, and then, uh, so, so like just from, uh, seeing them and, oh, can you hold on a second? Sorry. Yeah. 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 All, all right. All right. Per use. <laughs> All right, see you in. That was my buddy Seamus. Um, he was driving by. No worries. But um, so uh, so yeah, from seeing that, like I think that, and then just kind of like being really insecure about like the way my voice sounded and just my ability to sing. Like I'm still getting a handle on it, you know. So then, like live, like knowing that and having that in my head, I'm like, well, I have to do something. So then, that's kind of where that came about, you know, like to try to. Uh, it, crazy so it's oh, almost like or like, like just like these show tricks you know what i mean That's yeah all. it was like a trick it was like you were self-conscious about your voice so you were trying to find a way to make a show of it without using your voice yeah Is that correct yeah, yeah or if i sang something that was so bad maybe i could do that right after it and people would forget that i just sang this terrible note <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's funny that's that's amazing yeah no there, there is times I've had that happen too. And I've been like sick or something. And I've been like, I think I rocked out a little bit harder or whatever, just because I was trying to overcompensate, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but your voice, I mean, I, I guess like, I think you've improved so much over the years. Like I saw you guys play, what was it like in Las Vegas? What was that weird festival you guys do with the used? Oh, I happened to be um, out there for it. My sister lives out there and I came and saw you guys. Yeah. And I was like, holy all, shit. Or like, like it was in that field, like some yeah, weird yeah, field. It, yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it's like an outdoor festival. Yeah, well, I re I remember that because some friends of mine came out from Texas because they had a buddy that had moved out there too, so they were all yeah. there. And I remember being in a kind of a large grassy field. Yeah, but but I remember seeing you, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you didn't miss a note. Like you were so on it, and like, like you know, I mean, not like, not to yeah, say that you must have not to say me on in the good night. <laughs> uh, come on, but I mean, not to say in the in the early days, like you were, you were, you were terrible or anything, but like, you've definitely improved there. Yeah, man. Like there's shows I remember, you know, like, like that. Yeah. Like, or like for some reason, like my ear, I guess just hadn't caught up or, or like, or, or with that insecurity, you know, like I would like just kind of stick to what worked and that was just kind of belting everything out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So then over the, over the years, you know, like I feel like it's kind of like, uh, I've like found like, or just, I just understand how that all works you know both within my body and then like how to get the right notes out and things and it's like fun too like i like feel like a big thing 
even with the singing and like, I'm sure like it's happened with you too, is that like, as you get older, you know, like your musical horizons grow. So then see, cause I know for me for a long time, I, w- I was like, Oh, well, if it's not punk rock or if it's not on this label, then I don't, li- I don't like it. Yeah. And then, and then which was just the worst. Cause like looking back, I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, like there's so much music that I, that I missed out on. Cause I was being, stubborn you know like i thought i was being like a cool guy that's so funny to me that you say that because i had the same like literally for like three years i only listened to double time fast punk rock yeah yeah i was like like, if this doesn't (laughs) if this record doesn't have at least three double time songs it's not for me i I like literally felt that way and it's and yeah i missed out on so much stuff and i was so close-minded and even mainstream music, like I was like, oh, it's on a major label or it's on the radio. Like, forget it. I would never give it a chance. Absolutely, man. I was, yeah, same way. So yeah, I think it totally is. I don't think, and I think younger people these days don't feel that way, which is good. Yeah. And then for the well, most like, part. now it's just easier to kind of stumble across things and, and to like find these new things that like people, like, I almost feel like people don't like, um, I like identify as strongly with like one thing, you know, like they don't find the one thing and, and say, well, this is who I am. So this is what I'm right, sticking to. Right. Cause there's so much out there and it's right at your fingers, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're on the mic swinging, um, conversation kind of, uh, I want to ask you about that time we were playing a show together in the UK. Oh, and I knocked Matt out. Cause I was uh, telling somebody yeah. on another episode about that. I think it was, was it Jake? Yeah. Jake from August Prince Red. He's, doing some mic swinging and i was like have you had any like crazy injuries he's like no no it's been pretty good considering how like wild i am and i was like no no no, don't do the lasso around the head because <laughs> that's how it got matt right yeah well like what happened with that one was that um it was like at this point to where everybody in- including myself kind of knew like around the time something might happen you know like oh well, he, well like <laughs> there's a break in the singing here so maybe just look out. <laughs> okay. and, and then just that day, what had happened was um, we'd been doing like kind of like a smaller, like UK club tour, you know? And like, then we go to that and it's this giant stage. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to just see <laughs> like, or like I was just being cocky, you know, I just wanted to see like how big I could, you could go. push the limits. Right. Yeah. So then, and then, and I knew, because, uh, dude, like, I felt so, like, I can't even tell you how bad I felt. And then, like, even thinking about it now, like, I, like, like my stomach drops, you know, like. Um, oh, yeah, it's horrible. But, but um, it, it's, it, yeah, like, so I just was walking out to the front of the stage. And then, so I just kind of tossed it behind me. And then, and then I, like, felt, well, I heard in my ears just this, and then, um, and then the, the cord went slack. So I was like, oh, shit. And then I turn around, and he's just, like, laid out on the ground, bleeding. And then he, uh, they, like, brought him off the stage, uh, bandaged him up. And then he finished the show, which was amazing, because he was like, yeah, I mean, I knocked him out. <laughs> like, but, you and- know, I, I recount the story a little bit differently, and I don't know if you remember this, but, you know, it was like the Give It a Name Festival where you did, like, the two shows. yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but the night before... Oh, Mark's Mark, kick drum pedal yeah, broke. Mark's yeah, Mark's kick drum pedal broke. And I remember at, you, you guys stopped. And I remember you guys had like a mini blow up after you got off being like, we never stop. Oh, We dude. never stop. Yeah. So then Matt gets laid <laughs> out and... and 
<laughs> and I thought I just thought it was so like I mean it's not funny at all like he you know I mean he was okay I guess so it's you know we can laugh about it now but I remember Fred you know they're carrying Matt off and Fred's just like walks up to the mic and is like what's up London <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> just starts like riffing on like noodling around it was amazing or like yeah just trying to trying to keep the thing going no but I remember that night before too because we did get in this giant argument and Mark was like well what was I supposed to do like that that's never happened but before I didn't know like so I just stopped because I couldn't keep playing and then I was like no you just keep playing without the kick drum until blah blah, blah. yeah and like then we got in this big fight and then like that but um but then everything was fine. And then, of course, that happens. And then so it's like us stopping. And like that whole fight was like completely forgotten. Because <laughs> so, now we're dealing with this other like thing that happened that was way worse. But um, that was a crazy thing. Well, because well, then like right when we were done, he went, he went to the hospital and then like got all these stitches. And then so I just remember like waiting for him back at the, back at the hotel or like, cause they just took him like lickety split, you know? Right. Yeah. And then like waiting back at the hotel, like, Oh God, are you okay? Like what's going on? And it was, it was uh, pretty rough, but yeah, man, he was a good sport about it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you guys were on victory records, um, mm-hmm. and we were too. Mm. And you guys, and we- you guys are on hopeless too, as we are. Well, we were on hopeless. We're not now. Oh, you're not we, on hopeless. We just now. we did we did um we did two we did actually three we did two records on hopeless. We'd actually did an extra one for them too, and we're on now we're on Rise Records. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. But I love man, I love hopeless. Eric is like Eric's the man. Lewis yeah, is the man. Yeah, yeah, man. He's Eric. You know, he used to tour with Count the Stars, so he was like, of course, yeah. So like we've known him. Yeah, I mean, since then, I mean, that was like early like 2004 or something. No. But not like 2002 or three. No, I know it's funny. Yeah, like Dave Shapiro and Eric like slept at my house, you know, like on my floor, and now they're like running the music business. Yeah, so you know, crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's super funny. All that stuff, how how it all kind of comes around. Um, but I I, I want to ask you a few things about the Victory Days because it was just so wild. You know, it was like a hardcore label. Like when we signed to it, it was still a hardcore label. You know, and they'd branched out. And like I remember Thursday had the success. I mean, when you guys got going on Victory, did you guys think you were going to have like that kind of success like Thursday? No, I mean, we we hoped, you know, but that was kind of one of those things like you hope like, I mean, it's the same kind of like you hope you'll sprout wings, you know, like it was kind of that <laughs> realistic. Right, right. But um, I remember when, yeah, like when we first signed, like at like first people were like, oh, well, this is just another band that sounds like Thursday. And I was like, well, I don't think we sound like them at all. And then... Um, and then that was right around time we got to play some shows with them. And then I, re- I remember it being kind of like weird at first, being like thinking that we, they were like sizing us up or something, which which wasn't the case. We were, or like just for me, I was just like, oh god, these people think we're ripping them off, and we're not ripping them off. So, what do we? Where do we go from here? <laughs> like, but um, that was all happening. Yeah, people around thought that, that about us too, though. People thought that we were like a new, you know, another. Thursday, especially being on Victory, and yeah. I guess we're, we were a, a more we were closer to Thursday than you guys were, but Thursday wasn't an influence at all of, of our band. Or like, I don't think you guys sound like them at all either. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird though how people like want to categorize things and and say things are ripoffs of other things. Just I think sometimes just to say it. Yeah. Um, true. true. But I yeah, I mean, Victory obviously was you know I mean how was that experience? Well, if it. Um, 
there's I will say that if it wasn't for like if it wasn't for victory, you know, like I don't think we'd be we would have gotten to where we are. Um so 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 we do owe them like a like quite a quite a bit in that respect, you know, cuz they really Sure. Mean like that, like I just don't think things would have happened the same, like if 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 we weren't with them at that time. And um, but other than that, man, that was just a. <laughs> it was something else working with that guy. Did you have um? Did you have the billboard the billboard chart bonuses in your contract? Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? No, <laughs> we had we had this thing in our contract when we signed, and it was like. Uh, if if our records ever appeared on the Billboard Top 200, uh-huh. we would get like a like a amount of money. It was like I don't know, like five grand or something. So it happened, right? And we were like, oh, when, it's, when we signed, we're like, when we signed, we were like, that'll never happen. Yeah, we'll yeah. never be in the Billboard <laughs> Top 200. Like that's just crazy. And then you know we did our second record and our third record, and we were like, hey Tony, you know, can we get that? that money and he's like nope it's only applies to the first album oh. like, it doesn't say that in the contract Dude, he's so he's a he's um he's an interesting businessman i'll give him that <laughs> he is an interesting businessman but he knows how to sell records that's for sure yeah and he, he did a great job for us and um and do you do you talk to him anymore no um but anytime we're in chicago i call and invite him to the show and we do that too he came out to our 10-year uh, anniversary no way yeah we uh, that we were is playing. incredible that he came. It was awesome. He came. Him and Delphine came out. Yeah, and uh, we, yeah, we, dude, we, it, it got wild. He was partying. <laughs> that so it was great. Dang. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't. Um, yeah, he never. Uh, he hasn't accepted our in, our in, our invitation yet. Like there was. I, do you remember like the first time I did it? Like our uh, our lawyer got this crazy email from him saying like. Uh, he said some 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 like I have my finger on the pulse of the Chicago music scene and blah blah like basically implying that like by inviting him to the show I was threatening him, and I was like, no, I called you and left you a message that that said, hey man, it's been a long time, we're in Chicago, you should come to the show, we'll have you on the list, <laughs> like yeah, so, so a little over dramatic on his oh part, my god, so like so anyways, so we just had a big laugh about that because we were like, well, I mean. It's kind of what we expected. <laughs> Absolutely. So after victory, though, you guys moved to a major label, mm-hmm. and you guys managed to do. Did you guys do three records? Was uh, it with Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three for Warner, and then it turned out that they only want to keep bands that are selling records. <laughs> oh so. yeah, that's I've heard about that. That's the thing that yeah, that's a major label thing, right? Yeah. So, there, there's um, so like not to say that 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 we weren't selling selling records we were but just not up to the standard you know that they oh yeah wanted, well it's crazy they, they want i don't even know what they want especially at that time it's like i remember i think it was Anne berlin had like they had like the number one song on on like you know active rock radio or whatever and they yeah. were i think they got dropped you know yeah yeah it's crazy crazy stuff well like two and then for us like our whole team at warner you know like by the time our self-titled record came about, nobody was left. So sure. So like it, it was it was kind of like we didn't have our people there anymore. You know, like it just felt a little strange. Um, so, but that whole time was awesome. You know, like if we hadn't have done that, we wouldn't have 
probably gotten to work with Eric Valentine and like things like that. And that was just like just a big highlight for me. But how did you guys have like the classic major label pressure of having to come up with radio songs and singles and all that? Or were they uh, really cool about it? Well, yes and no. Like, like there's there's I like we'll say like with writing anything, you know, like we put just an extreme amount of pressure on ourselves, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you've been through that too. There, there's, um, just to make sure that each song is the best it could be. Sure. Um, there was like, kind of like, I remember during the, like the self-titled record and then, or even new again, like before that, like, like just having more of like the, like, like, Oh, well maybe you should work on this one more. Maybe you should. And that got a little, frustrating but for the most part they we just did our thing you know that's cool yeah i know i've heard like horror stories about them coming in and like wanting to change your lyrics or being like no no no, you need to write like a we need it we need a three minute like pop song you know radio song or like yeah it was never anything as like like specific as that okay well that's good so cool yeah um so I guess I read somewhere that you were scared of Taking Back Sunday becoming a quote unquote like nostalgia act. Yeah. And I kind of read it's important for you guys to like obviously continue to put out, you know, new music and, and relevant music and do relevant tours and all that. Um, so I kind of wonder why you decided to do the 10 year um, Tell All Your Friends tour. Well, at first it was kicking and screaming for me. <laughs> like, oh, it was. So you, you were you yeah, were kind well, of against like, I, it at the beginning. Yeah, because I was just worried that it would come across as this nostalgia thing. You know, there's a lot of uh, people that are kind of like capitalizing on that. And then with all those like bullshit emo nights and things that are happening, like like it's right. just like it like starts to become a novelty, and it's and it's and it's something much um, different to me. And again, like I know you can't like really control like uh like you're like you're perceived you know like to the like yeah. to, to the outside world but i just didn't want to do and do anything that would throw us into that category you know so that's why like at first i was real like real apprehensive about it and then but then once we got to talking about it more and more it became this thing of like like well we don't have to do it to where we just do the record so that's why we did the other acoustic shows that went with it because then we could kind of reinterpret and change certain things that like yeah yeah uh, or like about those songs you know that maybe we weren't happy with and then two i like that record changed the course of all of our lives you know so so it was kind of more of like 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 uh like paying tribute to like that fact you know like I had to look at it like that. Well, also you had the the original band back together. Yeah, and that was still at the time you guys had already. I think you guys had already put out the record, the self titled record, right? Yeah, with the original lineup. But it still felt like it was kind of the. It was it was still like a new thing that you guys were were the original lineup again. Yeah, yeah. Like we had just because because we did that like ten year thing, like kind of like right when the record cycle for the self title was like winding down, you know. Yeah. So 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 and with the timing and just that it fell at like that ten year mark and all that, like it just figured, all right, all right, we'll give it a try, and it, it and it and it went great, you know. But yeah, still that's a that's another thing that worries me, you know, because because we've been around for a while and then i and then i know like 
even for myself with certain bands, you know, like after a while, I just kind of lose interest. But with a lot of kind of bands like that, like I feel like what happens is their music kind of hits a point and then just stays the same. And then it's just like an extension of one record over and over and over again. And that's when I'd lose interest. And I don't think on any level that that's what we're doing. No. So it's, so, but also I feel that if there's like that, like preconceived, like notion, uh, of like this nostalgia thing, it'll change the way that people hear, hear your new music, hear what you're working on. And it, and it's like, there's, um, like when we're working on that stuff, you know, like, like, like we're not lazy about it, you know, like it's like the most important thing happening. So, or in our lives, like to us at that moment, you know? So, it, so then I just don't want to get discounted when I'm like, like putting everything I have into this thing that I'm working on. You know? Oh yeah. So. I totally get that, man. But you know what? Get, making records and I don't know how many you guys have made now. What do you guys made? Like six records or something? Six, yeah. Um, and, and we just put out our seventh, if you can believe it. Wow. Um, it gets harder. That's the thing. It gets harder and harder to make records. And I feel like you have to put in that work. You have to work harder each record. And I think that's why so many bands uh, moving forward, they fall flat. Because I think they don't... There's there's more going on in their lives. You know, adult shit. And yeah. they, don't, they don't spend that time that they really need to. It's there's definitely yeah there's definitely like a, a certain amount of reckless abandon you can have like when you're doing your first couple records because what else do you have going on? <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, yeah. There, there's but man, like I don't think see because we're writing now like we just did like uh, and the only thing that that's harder about it is that we don't all live in the same place. So like other than that, like it's like going more smoothly now than it ever has. And is the direction at all similar or are you guys kind of taking some inspiration from some other places or how's that, how's that going with the new stuff? It's well, great. Like I, like I'm like, there was like, there's been these moments as we're, as we're doing it to where we're listening back and I, and I'm like, I can't believe this is our band. Holy shit. (laughs) Like, so it's so, so like when there's moments like that, you know, like it, it's like you start to feel like you're on the right track, but I mean, like I, Kind of like what I was saying earlier, like as you get a little bit older or a little more open, open-minded, your your uh, tastes change, you know. Like, like, and, and and then so I like think that there's a lot of that that you can see kind of in like this newer stuff that we're doing. There's like a like a broader range of influences, you know. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, well, you got. I mean, you got John and Sean back. Um, that must be, I mean, now I guess you guys are probably used to having them in the band. It's like they never left. Does that feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Until I talk about the times when they weren't in the band and then I'm like, oh yeah, that was a, that happened. <laughs> like, but Yeah. Well, I don't want to ask you, I won't ask you verbatim like what happened, but, but I mean, it must like, I mean, you got they left at like really when the band was hitting, you know, coming to the peak. Yeah. And that really changed your trajectory you know, and like, I mean, there must be a lot of regrets. I mean, both probably on, you know, your side and on their side about what happened. You know, when I look back now, like there's like, there's definitely like things I wish like, or even for me that I would have handled differently. But I like also think that had that not have happened, you know, things would be very much different. And then like, I don't like for better or worse, like, I don't, I don't really think I would change them, you know? Right. Like just like saying that with the with the the knowledge of everything that's happened since and then where we're at now. So cuz there was like I mean like even through that, you know, I mean that was a big 
I mean, like it was pretty much all of our twenties, you know, we're spent like doing that. And then like, so there's, and, and there's a lot, I think just in anybody's life, like that you learn during those years, you know, you're kind of like learning how to be an, be an adult. And then, so like all those lessons I learned during that time, I've really needed to learn at that time, you know? Right. So well, were there times during like, I mean, I, I heard that you and John didn't speak for like eight years or something. Oh yeah. yeah were there yeah, times like, like in the eight. middle of that where you were just like tempted to just pick up the phone and be like, this is stupid. Like maybe we, maybe, you know, maybe not that we should be in a band together again, but like maybe we should at least talk this out and be civil and maybe be friends again. Yeah. 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 There were definitely times that I, that I thought that, and like I always kept up with what he was doing, you know? And then, um, but it was still like things just, it just never really felt right until yeah. we, around that time we finally did start talking. And how again. did it, how did it come about that you guys decided let's do it again? Let's patch it up. Well, Mark, our drummer, you know, like things weren't going that well, like with, like with the lineup we had, like, it was just like, even with on like that, Matt, Matt Fozzie and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and th- like, even like there was like, we did like Soundwave or something, and then like we just we weren't even talking, like or like Eddie, Mark, and I were, but then it was like like everything, everyone was very uh, divided, and then we yeah. knew that we just couldn't keep doing that because it wasn't it just wasn't healthy for anybody. And then uh, that's right around the time to where Mark was like, "Look, like I've been talking with Sean a lot, like we should just try this, like and just see what happens." And I was like, "Well." I mean, I'm gonna have to talk to John. I haven't talked to him in so long, and but like last time we did talk, it didn't end on the best terms. So I mean, what's gonna, what's that gonna be like? And then he's like, "Look, dude, just call him." So then nice. I did, and here we are. You know, cool. That's cool. Well, one thing I always like thought was interesting is like I saw the first time I saw you guys with the you know original lineup again was at the 10 year uh, anniversary lineup, and I think you guys came out. You didn't start with the record. You played like, you know, some other songs. Yeah. So obviously yeah, those see, songs. That was a big thing for me too on that tour was I was like, I didn't want to go out and play Tell All Your Friends and then add in some, like, but like the other songs. Cause it's like, like, I want to make it very clear that like, this is what we've been working on. And like, this is where our head, our heads are, you know? Right. And, no, and, absolutely. And so well, when we did our 10-year um, tour, we took, I took a page out of your book, too, and we did that, too. We started with, you know, some of the greatest hits, and then we played the record, whole record at the end. Yeah. Yeah, man, um, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I do, too. But w- w- what struck me is I remember specifically with Sean is I, th- I don't remember what you guys started with, but he was just, like, going fucking mental. Yeah. Like, rocking out to a song that he had no part of the writing process for, and maybe at the time hated your guts, you know, when it came out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I was just like seeing him rocking out and I'm like, that must've been so weird to be like, all right, like we're a band again, but you know, those, uh, three records or, like, or was yeah, it three we, records yet? Yeah, we're going to play. You're going to have too. to learn. You're going to have to <laughs> learn those songs. And that must've been like a weird it was, thing. Yeah. It was, I definitely remember that being a bit strange at first. Cause like, uh, Cause, and we were doing it in Mark's parents' basement and, uh, and, um, or like when we were just going to start learning everything again. And, uh, it, it, there, there was definitely a few times to where like 
when we were just working out little kinks like, oh, hey, can you can you take it for a walk right there? Or, or, or hey, no, it goes to the lower D there, you know, like things like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, but even like during that process was, yeah, like was a bit strange. But then I actually think, think, think it was good because there was like something about it to where like through that process, you know, we're kind of like learning how to play with one another again. And sure. then, and then, which I think made, made like that, uh, that self-titled record that much stronger, you know, cause, cause there's something kind of like, like there's something else to work on rather than like any kind of pressure of like, Hey, we got to write the best song we possibly can right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But it was uh, definitely funny. Cause there, like I re I remember the first time, uh, I don't remember what song it was, but, uh, like Sean was Sean was really prepared and like John was kind of prepared so like the first time we like go to play like I think it was like that what's it feel like to be a ghost that first song off allowed mm-hmm. an hour or something and it yep. was just like we kind of get through it and then we all have this moment where we look around the room like all right all right we got to sit down with this a lot more <laughs> like so so we so it and like then it was good too because we're because we spent all this time like getting everything perfect you know so then there's also this whole other like 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 time to where we're all in the room together and and we're all joking around and 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 interacting and co and coexisting you know and like we have this one thing we're focusing on but then through through that like a lot of the blanks were getting filled in you know from all those years we weren't together both personally and musically you know right right. That's cool. <laughs> I wonder, like, because I mean, if it was me, if I was John, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way I would be going out and listening to where you want to be, you know. Like, I probably would pretend that record didn't exist, it, you know. And and did he know? Did he know it? Did he admit to like listening to it? Or like, well, or did he's, he like? Did he's he like, like never have heard some of those songs? Or like, no, I, he had just never heard some of those songs, you know, he, like, he was like, well, yeah, I heard like the radio ones, you know, you couldn't get away from those for a little while. But other than that, like he hadn't ever like sat down with the records, yeah. you know, I mean, that's not something that like, no, even like no. with the Straylight run stuff, you know, like I would like see, see what they are, what they were doing or like, or like, I'd like see like that, like on MTV too, you know, they were playing it a lot at, at, at the time. So I'd see it on, on there, but like I never sat down and like. No, really... you're not going to jam it in your car or anything. Yeah, yeah. So right. I think I think it was the same thing for him, you know. Sure, but sure. Yeah, but maybe he can be your next guest, you know, and then you could ask him because he probably has a pretty funny outlook on the whole thing. I would love to. I would love. To, yeah, can you set that up for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, g- I'll, yeah I'll, give him my number. I would love to talk to him. He lives just down the street. I'll just take a walk over there. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. I heard that you guys live like you guys go from not talking for eight years and now you're buying. Uh, Houses on the same street. <laughs> how funny is that? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, man, it's like strange how things work out. But, but yeah, he's like right, right, uh, just two blocks down. Cool, man. So, uh, you guys, you, you personally, you did um, a solo song. Oh yeah, in a video, and nothing kind of came about that. What what was that about? Well, uh, Rob hit. Uh, he has that label, you know, that I surrender, and yep. then. Um, he had this idea he wanted to take four guys that kind of were coming up around relatively the same time and then um and then put out a record like of the four different songs with four different guys you know yeah. and um and he was talking to Anthony about it uh Ranieri from Bayside yep. and then and then i guess Anthony was like oh hey you should call Adam about that and then so we did and then it like worked you know cuz we had done 
tours with Midtown. So then like I already knew Rob, so it was real comfortable saying, uh, and then, um, so yeah, he asked if I wanted to do it. And then I, and then I was like, I do, let me see what I can put together. Cause normally how it works is anything I have on my own. is like, I get it. Like, um, I, I call them my one third songs. Cause they're like, like, uh, like one third of them is like right where I want it. But then the, it, then it just kind of falls apart. And I think it's that thing of like, um, you're your own worst critic, you know? So it's like hard for me to kind of like, like when I'm just doing it myself and I don't have the other voices saying, no, it's good. You can, let's move on from that part or like things like that. Like I like kind of find it hard to like not, uh, self-police myself so hard. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. So then I basically like, I had had this one sitting around for a while and then it was just a matter of finishing it. So then I finished it and I'm really proud of it cause it has the best worst harmonica solo in it. Like <laughs> I, I did it in my garage and then like I, I must've spent like probably like five or six hours trying to get it like to see like what kind of melody would work and can I play it on the piano and, and, yeah. and like things like that. And, and, and then I, uh, I remember showing it, showing it to my brother, and he's just laughing. And it, and and then I'm like, right, it's the best worst harmonica solo you've ever heard. <laughs> and then so it was, uh, I was pretty proud of that. What's the song called so people can uh, can check it out? Because oh, I know there's a video for it and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's called because it works. And um, actually, the Adam Adam is it Adam Lazara or Adam Lazara? Uh, my family says Lazara, but a lot of people say Lazara too. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of impartial at this point in my Good life. Good to know. I wanted to clear the clarity because I've heard <laughs> it so many different ways. So yeah. I'm going to go with Lazara. I'm going to be an honorary member of your family. Oh, sweet. Done. Well, welcome. <laughs> it's funny, like any kind of like certificate or like like soccer trophy or anything like that. It's like no, there's no two that are spelt alike. Like there's all these right. different ways that the name is spelt. So two Z's, one R, right? Uh, yeah. There yeah. you go. I got the yeah. spelling. I yeah, just didn't see? know the pronunciation. Good. But you know, it's amazing with last names, man. Like my last name is Told, yeah. which you'd think is like impossible to fuck up, but it's like I people fuck it up all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get hey, Todd. Man. I get Todd all the time. I get Toll all the time. So I like. I wonder if it's because when people see it, they're they're like told, no way, that's too easy. It's got to yeah. be something. Yeah. <laughs> There's some kind of trick here. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right. But. It's, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, like, no, I was I was just gonna say earlier when I asked you to hold on for a second because my buddy was driving by. That's my friend Seamus that did the video for that. And oh, uh, right on. And like, because he just lives up up the street as well. And he, um, um, yeah, like I wanted to have something to go to go with it. And and he's like, oh, why don't we just make something? Because we were talking about it one one night. And then we did. So that's how that came came about. Because kind of like every Tuesday night in our neighborhood, like with kind of like our friends that are around, we have like this potluck with everybody. And then, oh, nice. um, so then that's kind of how the video worked out too. Cause the end of it is just in my buddy Will's backyard and everybody was going to be there anyway. So it just kind of all worked there out. You go. Perfect. You don't have to pay for actors or anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so was that kind of like a one, that was just a one-off thing. You don't plan on doing any more, uh, solo work. There's no, there's no set plans. No, just cause I feel like, like just between like stuff with taking back Sunday and then getting home and then, um, like, cause I feel so bad being away from the boys. And then, so sure. like, yeah. so when I get home, it, it's like, 
there's a lot more I should be doing, but I really just hang out with them all the time. So um, it's like I haven't really found a way to balance that time out yet. It, it's 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 one of the things I'm working on. So, well, that's the tough. That's the toughest part. And I'm not married. And I don't have any kids, so I'm still like I'm still. I guess I'm still the 22 year old version of myself in some ways. Um, <laughs> but it must be hard because obviously you have to go on the road to. I mean, make money, provide for your family so that, you know, so you, you know, put yeah. food on the table as the, as they say. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when you're doing that, you're not actually with them. So that must be a really hard balance. It, it is. Well, like too, and I mean, even like a, like, like money aside or anything, I mean, like I, like I, I love doing it. You, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's you know, a certain like fulfillment you personally, right. So like, there's like, or like if I wasn't doing it in some capacity, you know, like I, like I feel like there would be a big, a big part of me that would be really uncomfortable with that just cause I love it. So, so it's like, it's like this, like kind of like uh push and pull thing, you know, like, and then, so all that to say, yes, it is, it's a, uh, it, it can get very difficult being gone. So I think that's why I'm not better at multitasking when it comes to like, like writing more of like kind of my own songs and then like, like being a dad and then also being in taking back Sunday. Right. It can be a lot to juggle, I guess. Yeah. Well, nice. So, so far it seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to ask you about one more thing. Um, I live in Toronto Yeah. and, uh, you guys were actually on an episode of Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Degrassi as we say here, mm. that's kind of a Lazaro Lazara thing. Uh, Degrassi or Degrassi? Um, how did that come about? Well, um, when I was growing up, uh, kind of like right, yeah, like right around like middle school time, like in like health class, they would play episodes of of Degrassi. So, like the original, like the Degrassi Junior High, I guess it was, right? Yeah, yeah, with like yeah. Joey and, and Snake Spike, and yeah. Spike. Yep. So, um, so I grew up watching that, and then my roommate Angel. Oh, you know Angel too. Angel. I know Angel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we lived together for, for for a while, and then he was, uh, <clears throat> or like he had got the old Degrassi's like on, like DVD, and then so we were watching that a lot because it was like because he would watch it when he was younger too. So then it was this thing of like, oh man, let's watch this together. And then we found out that there was a new, a new a new Degrassi. So then we like kind of started watching that, and then this episode came on that Kevin Smith was on. And Angel's right, like, yeah, because he's like a crazy super fan. That's right. Yeah. So then Angel was Angel's like, dude, you should try to get on Degrassi. I bet you could do it. And then I was like, I don't know. So then uh, we reached out to him, and they were like, Yeah, yeah, we'll write you into an episode. It'll be great. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So Cause, um, yeah, because I actually didn't even know that until the other day. I was talking to a friend of mine and 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 she's like you got to ask him about about Degrassi like how did that happen because I guess it was like a two-part episode and they named the episode after one of your songs and everything yeah 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 man it was that's so cool it was a trip too because we like because we had a we filmed it on this day off and then like through that time like um like I've been going back and forth with uh with Amanda and that's who played Spike and then she was on she played because uh, you know, like in those episodes, like she was the character that got pregnant real young. Yeah, yeah. And, well, the the guy that got her pregnant was named Shane, so of course yeah, I oh, remember. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, so 
in the so like in like the new series, you know, like the reboot, like her daughter's yep. one of the characters and she's also on the show. So right. um, yep. so then like started going going back and forth with her a lot. So then we ended up yeah, like we went there and we and just kind of became friends with all those folks and it was just a real like fun fun thing. <laughs> That's cool. So, no, I one time was at like a what's called Canada's Wonderland. It's like a Six Flags kind of thing. Oh, okay. And I was in line uh, waiting for a roller coaster and Jer- Joey Jeremiah was in front of me. Yeah. And- so, and it was like, you know, you know, it's like weird when you, when you wait in line on a roller coaster, sometimes you get like this sort of camaraderie with uh, other people because you're waiting for so long. Or like, yeah, like you're, you're, you're in it together at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was like an hour long wait or something. And after like 25 minutes of like, you know, being too nervous to say anything, I was like, uh, are you Pat? Yeah, that's his like real name because and i had to look it up on my phone because i didn't know uh <laughs> i was like are you are you pat and he's like uh, yes i am and it's just like uh, big fan <laughs> yeah it's like so uh i see you're here and i'm here and we can't go anywhere yeah you, now you're you, now you that i'm friends yeah, now <laughs> and i'm sure he was thrilled that his big fan was uh behind him for the next uh 40 minutes you know yeah oh <laughs> man so that that whole time it's kind of one of those things is like what do we say now exactly <laughs> yeah. yep Yep, it was probably his nightmare, but hey. <laughs> That's funny. Well, man, I won't take up any more of your time unless uh, there's anything else you want to talk to me about or plug or uh, oh, whatever. But No, man, I, I'm uh, just, yeah, thanks for taking the time to Thank you talk, for taking the time. Talk with me. I'm, um, I'd love to do it again, too. Maybe when you guys have um, a new record out, we'll, yeah, we'll chat again yeah. about that and, and about other stuff going on. Yeah, man, hopefully that'll be sooner than later. You know, like I said, we're working on it now. So, it, Do you know who you're recording with or anything like that? Uh, we have some ideas kicking around, but it's not like nothing's uh, written in stone yet, you know, because it's kind of like we're, we're, we're almost ready to kind of like finalize that conversation. So, so like I think we need like another one or two songs and then, uh, yep. and then we'll start. Well, I love the last yeah. record. I thought it was really strong, and I loved Flicker, 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 Fade, and I loved oh, uh, thanks, Better Home and Gardens. Great song. Thanks. Heavy yeah. subject matter, I think, but yeah. There, well, it's like funny too with that one, like because I was like, all right, either nobody's gonna get this, or it's gonna be because it's not like. I mean, I don't know. It's like some grown up shit, you know. But um, it's it's some grown up shit, yeah. Well, that's that's about your previous marriage, right? Yeah. Well, I um, we weren't uh married, but we were almost married. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, like your previous very, engagement relationship, I should say. Yes, it was uh that was something. But it, but like yeah, well, like too, you know, when you're being like uh, we just feel kind of naked at like a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's one of those to where like that's how I felt. So. Or like, but now like it's broadcasting all, that to people. But now everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah. Hey man, can't beat it. And we got the new year. The new year's resolution is a very general be better. Yeah. Which is good. And uh, I'm sure your uh, boys are enjoying their Christmas presents and new Taking Back Sunday record coming soon. And I'm stoked. Yeah, man. Well, hey, thanks for, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking time. Thank you, man. To we'll do it again. And uh, Sorry. Oh, no, I was just trailing off on the Senate. See, I, I've stuttered since I was a little kid, so sometimes uh, that just happens. <laughs> That's okay. But, it's yeah. funny It's funny when, you're, when you talk to people. I mean, I'm kind of the worst, too. I'm a, I'm a stutterer, and I fall over my words all the time, and then people are like, but you're like, that's what you do, man. That's, your, that's what you do. You talk, and you sing, and it's like, ah, fuck, whatever. I'm not good at anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I need to go learn how to fix cars or something. That would make more sense. Yeah, why don't they teach that in school? I hate that, man. 
It's like, I want to know how to fix a car. I don't want to know how to fucking do accounting. Yeah. There, What's more <laughs> practical in the real world? There, the, there's Well, maybe accounting is practical. I don't know. I don't want to know how to do algebra. Yeah. There, there, well, I would say the mechanic thing is more hands-on or as far as you're literally getting your hands dirty there. There you go. But Well, but I digress. All right, man. Hey, thanks for doing it. Cool. Yeah, man. I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too, man. All right. Peace. All the best. We tried to wrap that interview up like three times. We kept saying goodbye and we kept talking, but it was a very natural conversation me and Adam had, and it was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, I hope I can get him back on the show. And also it would be great to have John Nolan, uh, on the show as well to, to get his take on, uh, on everything that happened. Next Monday, we'll be back with another episode of this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed if this is your first time listening to the show. It's real simple. Just, you know, if you got an iPhone, go to your podcast, hit subscribe. If you got an Android, maybe it's Stitcher. Maybe you're on a computer. I don't know. But subscribe because we'll be here every Monday. And we got some great guests coming up. And since I always finish the podcast with the tune, uh, this week was actually pretty hard to pick one. There's so many great Taking Back Sunday songs. And I thought about throwing a classic. Like, I'm sure you guys, if you guys don't know them, check them out. But, you know, Make Damn Sure, Cute Without the E, Decade Under the Influence. But I decided I would pick my personal favorite Taking Back Sunday song uh, and a bit of an obscure one. You know, it wasn't a single or anything, I don't think. Uh, but here is my jam, Bonus Mosh Part 2 on Lead Singer Syndrome. We'll see you next week.